This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bucknoters, welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Friday, January third, twenty twenty. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Patrick Murphy. Patrick, let's get into uh, the outlook for twenty twenty defensive backs at Ohio State. Before we do that, I want to like let the listeners know what we're hearing. Um, nothing, none of this is, you know, absolute gospel. None of this is just absolute etched in stone. But we are hearing Sean Wade's likely going to announce tomorrow that he's leaving for the NFL. He has his announcement tomorrow in Jacksonville, his hometown. And he's probably going to announce he's turning pro. Um, that doesn't surprise me at all. And in regard to who's going to replace Jeff Halfley, we're hearing it's probably going to be Kerry Combs. Again, none of this is for sure. Um, just want to let the listeners know what we're hearing there. So it sounds like Kerry Combs is going to come back to Ohio State uh, with a different role this time. We'll still be coaching the DBs, but we'll have a little extra on his plate if it materializes. Of course, the Tennessee Titans are still in the playoffs. They play the New England Patriots on Saturday. Nothing will happen until after the Titans season is over. And again, nothing is for sure at this point, but uh, it does sound like Kerry Combs will be back with the Buckeyes. All right, Patrick, um, after that long preamble, 2020 defensive backs, the Buckeyes are going to lose all four starters, assuming Sean Wade leaves tomorrow. I mean, that is not a good situation. They do have talent behind those guys, but just what's your outlook for 2020 DBs as we sit here right now? It's certainly going to be interesting. I mean, we've seen Ohio State teams, Ohio State defenses over the past lose talent, but, you know, it's, it's – I, I was trying to think back if, if I've ever seen um, an entire secondary – leave especially one as productive as this uh, I think coming into the year we knew that you know, they would certainly lose Jordan Fuller they would lose David Arnett both those guys are out of eligibility we figured Jeff Okuda would have the type of year that would make him um, a highly sought after NFL draft prospect but Sean Wade was kind of the guy that we expected you know just re- regardless to to be a part of this backfield next year um, this defensive backfield and then he had the season he had and you know you can argue whether or not it would be worth Sean Wade to come back and and we'll, like you said we'll find out for sure on on Saturday but you know he he played well enough um that I certainly think you know he can go pro and 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 will be uh will be a high high draft pick I don't know if he'll be as high as if he came back but um you know that that decision's ultimately up to him and his family as as opposed or in terms of what that means for Ohio State it means they've got a lot of work to do um whether it's Kerry Combs or or anyone that they hire to coach these defensive backs, you know, we saw these guys play at points this year. Um, Amir Reap came in in um, in uh, the Fiesta Bowl and, and was okay. He's, you know, I I, I think he's still a little bit too handsy. That you, you see the penalties. Um, Cameron Bound, seven banks. Those are guys that we saw at points the Michigan game specifically when when uh, Sean Wade was out and and you know they they were kind of thrust into that position and it was up and down. And you expect that with, with defensive backs. Now, I will say, you go back, and, and Denzel Ward's a guy um, 
that you can use as an example. Gary Ann Conley, another one who, who when they first came into, uh, you know, had to step into to kind of big moments early on in their career, maybe didn't play as well as they ended up being later in their career when, when they had a whole, you know, off season to develop like, like these guys will. So I think you can kind of take what you saw from these guys um, this season, these, these, these younger defensive backs and, you know, judge based on that, but realize that they will have a full off season to, to settle into a role and not just be thrust into it, um, you know, in a, in a game week and, you know, really kind of develop into that position. And, you know, there was a reason these guys are at Ohio state. I have confidence in, in, in the coaches that are already there as well as, you know, whoever, be it Kerry Combs or anyone else, um, Ryan Day hires to, to continue to develop. Now, will it be this secondary we saw this year? Maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, there's also Josh Proctor, who we haven't mentioned, who will step in. And, and I thought he looked good at times, but again, a guy who just doesn't have a ton of experience yet. Jordan Fuller was a multi, multi-year starter and, and a rare talent. So, um, yes, it'll be very crucial this offseason for – for this, these guys, these young defensive backs to take that next step and really prepare themselves to be starters next year because assuming, as, as you said, that we're hearing that Sean Wade probably is going to head to the pros, they're going to need it. Um, you know, every, everybody will be gone, so these guys have to step up. Presuming that it is Kerry Combs, that you know, Ryan Day has selected Kerry Combs, Kerry Combs has accepted the job um, behind closed doors here, and, and they're just waiting for the Titans season to end. Presuming that is the deal, what is your thoughts on Kerry Combs returning to Ohio State in a bigger role? I kind of have mixed feelings about it because when he was here the first time, obviously there was a lot of defensive success, um, but it was in a very different system. It was with, you know, the, the Chris Ash system of the, the press man and, and, you know, corners playing up on, on wide receivers and whatnot. And now they've switched to this cover one, cover three, one high safety look, um, which, which is something that not a lot of teams do. You know, it was, it was, you know, part of the reason Jeff Halfley and Greg Madison were brought in here was because they they had experience and, and understanding with that. So, um, you know, obviously Greg Madison remains. He was 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 the defensive coordinator, one of the defensive coordinators this past year. So that'll help in terms of continuity. Um, you know, but if they plan on using that same defensive approach again, which Ryan Day says. You know, this was a defense he wanted to use, and he went out and got guys that could coach that way. Then, then Kerry Combs is going to have to adjust. This is not something from from the little that I've watched of the Titans this year. I don't believe they play a ton of of these looks. Um, with that said, I think that that Kerry Combs is a good enough coach to adjust um, to what what whatever is uh, asked of him, especially when when other guys around him have a year or even longer coaching in that system and. You know, Matt Barnes, another guy who, who we don't talk about a lot, but is an assistant secondary coach and, and spent a year working with, with this system. So Kerry Combs, assuming he can adjust to, to the way they want to play, and, and this is assuming that they do stick with it if the personnel allows them to stick with this, this cover one, cover three approach, um, you know, I, I think he'll be good otherwise. You know, you saw the way that they produced NFL talent under Kerry Combs. We saw the way they recruited talented guys under Kerry Combs. Those are both crucial things going forward. Now he's spent some time in the NFL. I'm sure he's learned some new tricks. That's another thing that he can bring to recruiting and, and coaching these defensive backs. So it's kind of a mis- mixed bag for me. I, I, I'm going to want to see um, how he handles these defensive backs in, in a different system. But 
Um, you know, I, I trust that, you know, Ryan Day's done his homework. You know, he's not just bringing Kerry back because Kerry's coached here before and whatnot. So, um, you know, he said last year with, with Jeff Hasley that he was going to go get the best defensive backs coach in America. And when, when honestly, when he, when it was announced that Jeff Hasley was the guy, I looked at the success of, of the San Francisco 49ers um, while he was there and was like, well, this is a strange hire. And uh, so at least this time I, I, I am aware of who Kerry Combs is and, and know what he can do. So, um, you know, let's trust Ryan Day on this one, I think, is, is ultimately where I sit. Yeah, I think Ryan Day has definitely proven um, that he gets the benefit of the doubt on pretty much everything in my book, uh, certainly in putting together a coaching staff. I just, uh, I'm just i a big fan of all things Ryan Day, and uh, I just completely trust the man. Um, yeah, like you said, he's not just bringing Kerry Combs in because he has familiarity with him and because he coached at Ohio State. He definitely you know, feels like Kerry Combs is uh, the best man for the job. Speaking of new coaches, this one we don't have to speculate on. Corey Dennis promoted from quality control coach to quarterbacks coach. There's going to be some fans out there that are like, Come on, this is, you know, more of the, you know, Bill Davis was the best man. Now you got Urban Meyer's son-in-law at coaching. But Corey Dennis has had to work his way up. I remember talking to Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, I'm sure you did too, gushed about Corey Dennis. Justin Fields is not quite as, like, he, he doesn't really gush about anything, but he was very complimentary of Corey Dennis. So that says a lot to me. And, again, I trust Ryan Day completely, especially when it comes to quarterbacks. Uh, your thoughts on Corey Dennis getting the promotion? I like this hire. Um, you know, they could have gone out and – you know, brought in the name and, and whatnot. But let's remember, part of the reason that, that Mike Yersich is leaving is because he wanted to be more involved in the offense. And you have Ryan Day, who, you know, obviously former offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach. You have Kevin Wilson, who is very much in, a part of help, helping him run the offense. And Mike Yersich was was also involved. But, you know, when you have three guys in the room that, you know, all expect to you know, be involved in the play calling and designing everything and whatnot. And, you know, maybe, maybe feel like they should have a bigger role. You, you can have some issues. And I'm not saying that Ohio State did. Obviously, the offense was great this year. But, you know, bringing in a guy who, who maybe doesn't expect as much, but has been in the system, has worked directly under Ryan Day. He was, you know, the senior quality control coach for quarterbacks um, under Day when, when Day was the quarterback's coach, a guy that, as you mentioned, two pretty good quarterbacks, two Heisman finalists, um, trust have uh, you know I, the, the the Haskins quote that I keep seeing going around was was from his Heisman um, Heisman finalist year where he said you know when when Ryan Day isn't around Corey Dennis is, is essentially his quarterback's coach they watch film together and you know he he really appreciated what what Corey Dennis was able to do to help him develop and I think from everything I understand Justin Fields was was very reliant on him. Um, last offseason to kind of get up to speed in this Ohio State offense. So I think the, that plus the fact that Corey Dennis was already highly sought after, you know, we know about the Colorado State job that Ryan Day all but said he was going to uh, going to accept, didn't want to let the cat out of the bag there. But, um, you know, he was on his way to, to Colorado State, from my understanding. And, um, you know, then, then this Mike Yersich stuff happened and, you know, Ohio State was able to kind of grab him at the door and, hey, uh, would you want to stay around here for a little bit? And obviously the chance to, to remain in Columbus, um, stay at Ohio, a place like Ohio State, and work with Ryan Day and the staff more was too, bet, too good to pass up. So I like this hire a lot. I think that you know, you, you're going to learn um, what Corey Dennis is, and, and he's going to have to very much uh, you know, evolve from, from a quality control coach. But you have kind of the ins- ultimate insurance policy in, in Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson, 
who are, you know, really the, the guys who are going to run this offense um, while, while Brian Day has to, you know, work with all areas of the team. He's still very much involved with the quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, this is a guy you trust. And, again, like, like we kind of said with, with um, the defensive side of the ball, you know, we, we trust Ryan Day until he proves otherwise, and, and thus far he hasn't. So, um, you know, Corey Dennis is a guy, a, a grinder, um, who's worked his way up. Yes, he certainly got his foot in the door because he was dating and then married Urban Meyer's daughter. So that probably sped things up quite a bit, but you, you see that all over football. And, and just because there have been examples where it doesn't work, there are plenty of examples where it does. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I think they're in good shape with how 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 the system is set up in terms of the coaching staff ranks and, and Corey Dennis will fit in. We know that he's already fit in with the staff. Great insights from Patrick Murphy. Really appreciate it, Patrick. And thanks to our listeners out there for tuning in the show. Again, tomorrow could be a relatively big day uh, for Buckeye coverage, so uh, keep it locked to Bucknuts as usual. Thanks again to Patrick, and thanks to all the listeners. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.